I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Shannon Feltis. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You, you Are, are that. that. We are two sisters who cannot take a compliment. We don't want them. Nope, we won't. We'll just hand it right on back. <laughs> All right, we have a remote episode coming your way which means your brain at some point is going to say, Hey, this sounds a little different. Let your heart tell your brain, hell yeah, it does. And I'm into it. So today we have a very special guest who is a very unique friend of mine. We met through the wonders of television. This is Farnester Lafady. Did I do it yes. right? Yes. Woo! Lafady. Yeah. I like it. Do most people say like Lafayette? Oh my gosh. I can't tell you how many different <laughs> versions of the, my last name I've heard. But yes, that is one of them. <laughs> it's beautiful. So I wanted to make sure I didn't butcher that. Yes. And tell yeah. us what she does. She is the spiciest chef on Instagram, I swear. <laughs> so she's got a little business called The Social Plate out of Atlanta, and it is amazing. She's a chef. Chef Fly. Yep. Miss Chef Fly. <laughs> she's amazing. That's the monitor. <laughs> yes. We have a Food Network meet cute yeah. because we were on a little show called uh, Cooks versus Cons, uh, season four, episode 12, to be precise, <laughs> in case you want to Google that shit. We battled it out with two dudes who we don't actually even stay connected to or talk to, I don't think. It's just no. us two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we battled together and uh, it was like immediate alliance. And we sat and bullshitted in the back room and had the best time. And I was drooling over her food. The smells coming from her station. I was so bitter we couldn't try each other's plates. I know. Oh, okay, what's yeah. the medley? Describe your food. Yeah, describe you. you. Yes, please. So my parents are Haitian. They're from Haiti. But like I grew up, you know, I was born in America. I grew up in America. But inside of my household, it was like a whole different country because of my parents. As I got older, I realized that Haitian food is very similar to a lot of other Caribbean food. So I just group it up and I just say Caribbean, you know, okay. of specifically Haitian, because a lot of it is similar. You know, they have the same type of produce that grows in all these Caribbean or West Indian countries, as they call it. Mm -hmm. So I don't like to just only do Haitian food because I love it all. You know what I mean? And it's you really all cook it all. Yeah. So, so the, the flavor profiles, I mean, most people think 
of Caribbean and they say jerk chicken or mm-hmm. um, you know, some plantains you know. right along those lines. But I would probably say it's a lot of um, peppers, like hot peppers, scallions. Mm-hmm. You know, people use what they grow. So you have pineapples, mangoes, things like that. Um, a lot of root vegetables, you know, different types of starches, rice and beans, and a lot of beans. <laughs> yeah, your rice and bean dishes look so good. Yes. That's like one and, of my favorite. Mm-hmm. And a lot of um, stewing. They do a lot of stewing. So it'd be stewed Ooh, pork. Slow-cooked meat. Mm-hmm. Yes, slow-cooked beans pork, fish, chicken, things like that. So, you know, that's pretty much the the makeup of the food, right? (laughs) You're drooling over here. Yeah. And I like to take those techniques and ingredients and try to do different things with them. You know what I mean? Not just the Mm -hmm. traditional things, which I love, but also other things too. You get a little like gumbo-y from time to time and a little like backyard barbecue, but like make it Caribbean. You do some cool stuff. Yeah, I like like to do stuff like that. So one of the things that you told on Cooks vs. Cons when we were on there, (laughs) my very favorite thing that stuck with me, and I retell this like like it's my story, (laughs) but it's your story. (laughs) Will you please share with our listeners the origin of your name? Because it is delightful. (laughs) Well, I want to start by saying that it took me a very long time to like it. It took me a very long time to appreciate the uniqueness of it. Because, you know, kids can be mean. And also, as you get older, it's so annoying to have to spell your name to people. I was like the only kid in kindergarten with 10 letters in her name. Oh, wow. You know, having to write all of that and it never fit on the line, you know, where it says name and date. Like, it could never fit my whole name. And (laughs) it, it was just, it took me a long time. But what made me like it was when I realized, I'd probably say in middle school, I got to middle school before I started liking my name. I was in class with like three Ashleys and four Tiffany's. Oh, 12 Rebecca's. Yeah, I was like, Sarah. that'll never happen to me, ever, <laughs> ever. That'll never happen That's to me. True. I don't ever have to worry about it. And I realized at that moment, I was like, you know what? I have a unique name and it's probably attached to a unique personality. So let me just run with the uniqueness of it, you know, and just appreciate it for that. So then I started liking it. I love that. You are such a unique person with a unique spirit. I'm so glad you embraced that. (laughs) So my mother, her name is Esther, like Esther in the Bible, E-S-T-H-E-R. And my dad is Farns, F-A-R-N-S. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't know how he got that name. (laughs) I don't know. They got together and decided that they would put their names together. But I was their second child. (laughs) So I have an older brother. He is my dad's son. So they named him Farn's son. (laughs) I love it. Gets better. (laughs) Oh, my God. And my name is Farn Esther. And I have a little sister who naturally her name was supposed to be Esther Farn. (laughs) So. That was supposed to be her name. My brother came in, saved the day, and they named her Stephanie. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out Scott Free with a regular normal name. So you have Farn's son. Mm-hmm. Yep. Farnester. Yep. And Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> Brilliant. She's the lucky one. <laughs> we have questions for you to take it back to a nostalgic point. Yeah, we want to dig on go. into your chat. Yeah, we want to get in there. <laughs> Memory right. lane. We are coming up on summertime. Mm-hmm. This summer, 
uh, looks a little different than mm -hmm. maybe we thought it would. <laughs> I want to know, thinking back on your childhood in the summer, do you have a favorite summertime memory from when you were a kid? It could be solo, it could be with your friends, it could be with your family, but do you have that moment where you're like, God, summertime. I think, let's see, I have a few of those actually. My favorite one, we have family in Canada and in Florida, so every summer we would either go to Canada or to Florida. But my family in Canada, they're in Montreal, which is the French-speaking part of the country. Oh, yeah. So as a kid, whenever we would go up there, it would be like a different world, kind of, because everyone's speaking French. And But by the time we yes. left, after the summer was over, I was speaking French fluently. <laughs> oh. Yeah. My favorite summer is just the summers that we spent as kids in Canada because it was like transporting into a different world. And even, you know, the food was different. I was eating poutine and I'm like, what is this poutine stuff? Like, what is that? And then, you know, being the natural fat ass that I am, I loved it. So I'm just like, I want that. I want that. You're like, can you put extra cheesy gravy and curds extra. on this piece? <laughs> Seriously. Because I'm going to eat all of the cheese on top and then I want cheese in the middle. So it's so good. But yeah. just having, having those memories mm. being in Canada and just, you know, playing around with cousins, going to the pool and just being somewhere else other than home. But that was our, our go-to. So I, I would say my summers in Montreal really stood out. I miss that. That's fun. Yeah, I miss that. I love that you can go to any country pretty much and everyone's favorite foods they don't even realize are poor food yep. from that mm -hmm. country. That's so true. like Canadian poor it's food is potatoes are cheap mm -hmm. you know made cheese some cheese curds cheese, put yep. some gravy on it that's like oh shit i found some shit in the cupboard me and my brothers and sisters we were so obsessed with poutine as kids and this was before americans really found out about it like they do they know about it now that my aunts and uncles in canada whenever they would come visit us would bring us cans of the poutine gravy so we could make it at home yeah, they, oh, it is so different than our gravy. Different. It's not even like brown gravy in a can. It's fully different. Yeah, it's, it's like poutine gravy. gravy. That's what it said on there. It's yeah. <laughs> poutine gravy. Now I want to order some of Amazon. Yeah, you probably could now. <laughs> but back I then, everything. yeah, back then someone had to drive with it, you know, and bring it over. Oh. Yeah. And they would bring smuggling gravy. We're smuggling gravy, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My uncle was the gravy smuggler. He was. He was the gravy smuggler. Oh shoot! I love that so much. <laughs> so Shannon always wants to order all the things from Amazon. I and, do. And uh, her son Aiden is obsessed with popping boba right now, and I ordered him oh some for his birthday. Oh. And I was like, I'm gonna order me two kinds because I'm, you know, oh, I'm no. an adult. Mm -hmm. I can order this stuff. And it was a fair price and I ordered it and we didn't realize oh, until God. I like triple check tracking where I was like oh shit tracking says it's a seven pound package coming oh, so he got seven pound oh. cherry boba because the container yeah. looked normal size oh my no. god so we've been giving away boba like it's like we gallon? can't get rid of it <laughs> a gallon cherry boba <laughs> I have a gallon. Oh my god! It's so cool. I told her to make some cocktails and do some like recipes, yeah. and then I got passion. For, can we put this on? Like, let's put on let's put on salad. It's like a something. Chinese salad with um, passion fruit boba on it would be like mandarin oranges. Yeah. That would be our chopped basket ingredient. <laughs> We'd get boba. Here's yeah, some, I'd be like, here's some crawfish. Some poutine curds uh -huh. and some peanut butter and boba <laughs> and some unshelled pistachios. Just like, damn it! <laughs> Shannon found out that if she puts sparkle water oh, over yeah. boba, it the absorbs boba the, bubbles. Eats the bubbles inside. 
Really? So then it becomes carbonated boba. Sparkling boba. It's fucking amazing. It's awesome. Champagne does it too. It <laughs> makes champagne pretty dang. drunk. So it can nice. absorb anything. I'm like, should I just put some vodka in? Why not? Yes. Boba. Experiment like time. Speaking of weird ingredients, mm-hmm. what is an ingredient you absolutely hate, even if it's something you're cooking or if it's something like you ordered in a restaurant? Like, for instance, I hate yellow mustard. It better be. Ooh, I love it. Better be mixed into some shit. If I see it on a burger, I'm pissed. Oh yeah, I hate cilantro. I hate cilantro too. Do you really? Do, do you, you have, have the soap sickness? Yeah, it's the soapiness of it. It's disgusting. Yes. Anything else that's your ingredient nemesis? Um, liver. Don't ever ask me to do anything with liver. I won't touch it. I won't smell it. I won't eat it. It's just a thing. No thanks to liver. Bad. And I don't. I I think I've only tried it like mashed up with something. like pate. Like a pate. Yeah. Mm, it's not yeah. great. It's not the iron after taste is just too much for me. Mm-hmm. It's metallic. Yeah. yeah, it's like pennies. You're oh, totally right. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. And oddly enough, I don't like cantaloupe. I can't stand cantaloupe. I hate the way oh. I know. But do you like honeydew? No, that's yeah. cantaloupe's evil brother. I don't like honeydew. I no. see. Okay. <laughs> do you like watermelon? Love watermelon. She doesn't like musk. I love You love watermelon. But it's a different. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a different type of milk. Yes. That's so funny. Oh. I have a friend that hates cantaloupe and honeydew, and she's like- They taste like feet. They're just tricksters. Yeah. It's the musk melon. Yeah. They're in the same family. I don't I like sprayed them. so much cantaloupe body spray on me in eighth oh, grade yeah. that sometimes when I eat cantaloupe, I feel you like Transported I'm back to 1994. <laughs> no, I'm like, I can only eat like two pieces of cantaloupe before I'm like, oh, this is starting to smell like my locker. In my mind, that's what feet taste like. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. There was a meme going around that said, in the 90s, you were either team vanilla or team cucumber melon. Fight me. And I was like, oh, shit. That's accurate. And I was cucumber melon. Cucumber melon. (laughs) Yep, exactly. That was my smell, too. Or the um, Victoria's Secret had a scent. It was called Love Spell. And I was obsessed with it. Yep. Yeah. I still have friends that own it old mm-hmm. school bottles like the original graphics and i'm like yeah, but every time i too. go in their house i'm like ooh, love spell they right. sprayed all over me and they're like stop i bought gap dream gap on dream uh, on ebay oh my god i, wear it I remember gap dream. it brings me back i remember going to a store a gap store this was probably like maybe four or five years ago and looking for it and they're like oh that's been discontinued for a long time and i'm like so yeah. yeah i got it online really yeah Love Nostalgia. It. I love a good smell memory, and mm-hmm. I feel like for me, honeydew melon was one of those smells that mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I'm so into it." Yeah. So it's funny to me that that somebody would just hate it so much. But it doesn't smell <laughs> bad. It's it. just the, the flavor for me. It just yeah, cantaloupes and honeydew—they're hit or miss. Mm-hmm. So you could That's have true. like a really good experience mm-hmm. same batch looks the same on the outside, feels the same, and you cut them open, and one is like white and tastes like gross moldy mm-hmm. styrofoam and then the other like the best flavor you've ever experienced in your life i ain't touching that honey because right. i know it's just a white same. cube of yeah. yeah yeah we'll see the answer to that you just grow your own food yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> me but i mean I'm, I'm open-minded enough to give it another try if someone tells me you know what this one is really sweet it's really delicious it's really different i would try it but i feel like i've tried it enough times that i'm like no you can't yeah. know. The best way to do it is to get one from like a farm or something. Okay. And then if you do like melon balls, but then you wrap it in a little prosciutto oh, yeah. and then you put hot chili oil on I that shit. That. It's really good. It is 
so good. Okay. I eat them like crazy when yeah. Shannon makes them. They're and so then it good. just has a sweet undertone and that chili oil knocks it out of the park. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like when yeah. you mix pineapple and chili yeah. in like a sauce almost. Right, right. It's like you get that pineapple flavor, but it's mostly just like carrying the heat. It's not the... We're going to gravitate back to food with every question. No, I, I know. Swear. And I my it. mouth just keeps I know watering. Me too. <laughs> oh, I have a food question. Ooh, do it. <laughs> so, Farnester, what was the first dish that you remember learning and really loving and loved to make when you were younger? Um, let's see. That I really loved to make. Honestly, it was it would be a boxed cake mix, cake from a box. And I know that sounds weird, but no, not at all. My mother, she's very traditional. She doesn't do anything out of the ordinary. I could literally tell you the first time I remember buying a rolling pin because that's not something that she uses. So yeah. little things like that, like baking cakes and stuff, she never did that kind of thing. Oh. I remember um, we got a boxed cake mix in a bag. I don't know who gave it to us, but I saw, I'm like, oh, we have oil, we have eggs, we have water, we have all these ingredients. I can, I can probably do this. And I was probably like seven or eight. And I remember making it. I made it with my, I think my brother and my dad, and we all made the cake and it came out. And I was like, oh. I just made a cake and I couldn't believe it. I was like, I just made a cake. It blew my mind. And then I kept doing it and kept doing it. Then my grandfather found out I was making cakes. So when I went to Canada that summer, he had me making cakes for the whole church. He would just buy the boxes and boxes of cake mix because he it blew his mind too. Keep in mind, he's from another country too. And he's like, you know how to make cakes? And I'm like, yeah, eggs and oil and I'll make a cake. Oh my God, you're a little child baker. And it's so special because everything else was from scratch. So you got to yeah. do it a special way. At the time, I thought that was from scratch. I thought that was yeah. a cake from scratch. But it's not till I got older. I was like, oh, okay, no, that's not that's not it. <laughs> you're like, oh, it is much harder. We that. had yeah. the Easy Bake Oven. And oh, it was yeah. something we fought our parents for, I feel like. Because oh we God. were like the little, little poor kids that had roller skates. And they're like, what more do you need? <laughs> the roller skate. Right. I need a tiny right. oven. God we damn need, it. We need something so small we can barely make you treats with them. And possibly set the house on fire. And also <laughs> it needs specific cake mixes. You can't just give yeah. me cake mix, mom. I need the easy bake recipe. And, she and was where's like, my spatula? It. it is special. Yes. Oh, and now I've graduated to not even cooking cake mixes anymore. I buy them so that when I have a sweet tooth, I can make myself a little mug cake. Yeah, I got that too. The, the mug cake too. When I was living by myself in my apartment, I was like, I don't buy like, oh, I don't make a whole thing of brownies because real talk, I'll, right. I will eat it. I'll eat the whole right. thing of brownies. Yeah. So mug Just brownies, middle. mug yep. cake. I favorite. eat the middle out of the brownies and then I leave the edge for whoever wants to scare I make my shit. brownies perfect. So every piece is a delight. <laughs> oh <my Yeah>. God. <laughs> Well, I'm an edge girl myself. I like the edges. Perfect. You're my brownie soulmate. Oh, you guys Aww. can take an old lady train ride together and have a perfect amount of brownies. I love that. Can we do perfect. that? Perfect. When we're old ladies, yeah. can we please do that? Now? We can do that now, probably. I don't know why I just pictured you both on a train together wearing hats, like pulling okay. pulling brownies I'm, out of your purse, I'm like there. you weren't allowed to bring them. Okay. We're smuggling brownies from Canada. Yes. Everything oh. is bootleg. <laughs> Perfect. Fucking awesome. Perfect. Shit. <laughs> In the back, her uncle's just got cans and cans of gravy. He's just pulling them out of a bag. 
So we talked about the origin of your name and how you have a super yes. unique name, but did you have any nicknames or pet names? Yes, I do have a, a family name mm -hmm. that only my family calls me. Okay. I do have a few close friends that have been friends with me since like high school. So they know it because they've been around my family mm -hmm. and they've heard my family call me, but like my mom, she calls me this. She doesn't call me Farnester unless she's mad at me. Mm. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pronounced Fanu. Oh, Fanu? Yeah, Fanu. Fanu, exactly. F-A-H-N-U. Fanu. More like um, W. F A N O U. Okay. Fanu. Yeah. Fanu. Dig it. Right. If, like if it. somebody just walked up to you on the street and was like, Fanu, you'd be like, bitch. <laughs> I'd turn around so quick. I'd be like, who in the hell? <laughs> who just said that? It's my uncle with a great. <laughs> right. My uncle. I have some cousins that don't even know my real name is Farnesta. They think my name's Fanu. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, they just recently was like, "Oh shoot, your name's not Fanu." Like, no, not. Is that just a pet name that came from something, or does it have like an alternate meaning? No, it doesn't. It just, just a I guess. Name. Came, okay, so my father, his name is Farns. Remember, my my brother's Farns, <laughs> and. My mom had a pet name for my dad from when they were dating and stuff, and she would call him Bumpy. And I know it sounds weird. Bumpy. I never thought of spelling these names. <laughs> I love it. Um, F U N F E. Okay. 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 Yeah. When my brother was born, she started calling him that as a baby, I guess, because he looks like my dad. Aww. She would come Bumpy. She would add a co at the end. She'd be like, Fumpy co, Fumpy oh, co. I don't know. It's weird. God, it's so cute. But Not weird. It's a right. so <laughs> She'd call him Fumpy and it stuck. So growing up, a lot of my family know him as Fumpy. So it's Fumpy and Fanu. Well, and, mm -hmm. and then I came around <laughs> and I was Fanu. But Stephanie also has a nickname. Oh, yes. If it's, it's Steph, Steph. If it's Steph, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Fafai. Oh. She hates it. Fafai? She hates it. Yeah, so let me try this. F A F A Y E. This is a fun game of phonetics right now. Is what we're doing. I love this. I'm telling you. Does that mean anything, or is, is it just, they just like how sounds come out of their mouth? Exactly, like boo boo yeah. or. Okay. Well, my you know, my son's like... nickname was Booger Man. I don't know where it came from, but mm -hmm. then we shortened it to Bugs. So I just call him Bugs all the there time. You go. People don't know what it means. Well, it came from nowhere. We called Adam Adapom, yeah. and then yeah. I call you Shaman. Yeah, it's all just the weird. Time. It's just like my cheeks feel good when I see It just them. evolved out of something yeah. that sticks. That's awesome, though. Yeah, it just sucks. So it's Fumpy, Fanu, and Fafai. Well, can you imagine yeah. when you guys are teenagers and your parents have to like yell for you in the other room? True. And they're yelling mm -hmm. Farn as the first part and you and both your brother are like <laughs> like freeze. Like you cringe, don't you don't right? hear it. Like you're talking and you're like, No, yeah. they're calling you, man. No, they're calling you. It's the full no. <laughs> just go back and forth. Yeah, they just resorted to calling us Puffy Fanu and Fafai. I love that. <laughs> I think that's adorable. Your parents sound fun. I, seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All parents are like, yeah. sound fun, in theory. <laughs> They're fun for other people. Well, no, I'll take that back. My dad was real fun. Before he passed away, my dad was super cool, super fun, super chill. Was he like party dad? He was, and he was party dad. I feel like it's that Haitian vibe. Yeah, he. That kind of. that's kind of what messed the relationship up with him and my mom, because he was so party dad he was very uh charismatic so he had a lot of women mm. and you know <laughs> is your mom like more strict and more like traditional 
she used to be. She's breaking out of that now, actually. Yeah, girl. She, yeah, she used to be when I was younger, but I'm noticing now that she's trying to be cooler, if that makes sense. Yep, trying to be the cool mom. Yeah, yeah. She's really trying to be the cool mom. And I don't know if she's trying to do that because my dad's gone, but... I think it just happens with age, though, because like some of my friends' moms are aging gracefully into being a relaxed mom or now they're a cool grandma yeah. where they're like, mom, you were a strict bitch when we were kids and now you're a chill okay. as fuck grandma. Yeah. Like kind of, how dare you? Yeah. Well, I also <laughs> feel like you're in a partnership with someone, right? right? They're the fun one. Oh, Somebody yeah. has to be the, voice the of strict reason. one. Yeah. Somebody has to be the enforcer. Someone has to be the, yeah. the rule maker. And then if you're then mm-hmm. you don't have to be in that role anymore. And then you're you like get to be fun. Oh, I don't have all these responsibilities that made her. me so strict before. I'm looking out for me. Hey, you yeah. don't know what women she's hanging out with. You don't know like who her friends are. Being like, yeah. you know what? You should cut your hair like this. It looks sexy. She's like, oh, sexy. You I know, do you that. don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I'm gonna be that bad influence friend with all my friends when they're older. I just want to be a <laughs> Yeah, it's really cool now. And I think it's also because we understand each other differently. Mm. Because she's still my mother now that I'm grown and I'm an adult. It's like we can respect each other as adults instead of just the mother-daughter dynamic. You know, it's like I can see her as just being a woman, not just my mom, but a woman, you know, with her own emotional dramas and issues and problems and stuff so we respect each other a lot more they turn into humans when we grow up it gets real weird yeah Yeah, you kind of have to look back to and like so your sister stephanie is she the one that has the nephew that you're obsessed with yes yes she has the son that i'm obsessed with so you and bonnie have that in common we bonded about that when we're on the show too because i told you about my kid and how bonnie's obsessed with aiden that's their best friends like yeah she ranks higher than me he's my little soulmate yeah. Yeah. And if you ask my sister, she'll tell you that I'm his favorite person. She'll be like, oh, that's his favorite yeah. person. Yeah. Oh, she's his favorite person. And I I, I believe it. I yeah. It's probably yeah, true. It's my guy. Bonnie says it's real love that they're soulmates, that that's their best friends. We are soulmates. It's adorable. I love it. So we much. are. I understand completely because <laughs> I don't know if I told you this, but he got diagnosed. He's autistic. Girl. He's officially. I did autistic, not know yes. that. Oh, you guys have mm-hmm. so many parallels then. So you get the auntie thing of you have that connection. Yes. Oh, Shan's turn oh, over here. You got me in the feels a little bit. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's a lot. When the whole world doesn't mm-hmm. understand him. Yeah. I know. And that's the thing about it because it put me in a place where I'm buying books, I'm doing research, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure stuff out because he's different, obviously. And I'm noticing that even with my sister sometimes or my mom, it's a hard thing to understand. And I feel like they sometimes treat him or react to him like he's supposed to be normal Mm -hmm. and they get frustrated that he's not Mm -hmm. or that he's not reacting normally. And I'm like, you know, you have to just let him be his self. Just let him be him. You know, you can't get frustrated that he can't tell you what's wrong because he's nonverbal. So he can't tell you that he has to use the bathroom. He can't tell you if something hurts. He can't tell you if he's hungry. And we kind of have to guess. Yeah. But can see sometimes how frustrated she gets. How old is he now? He's three. He'll be four in September. I got diagnosed when he turned two, but I kind of knew before and everyone else knew. It's hard to like wrap your brain around them not being normal with milestones. It takes a few years. Right. For my husband and I, it took, it took a little bit and easier on me and harder on my husband. But even still... 
Aiden is so big that other people expect mm-hmm. things of him that he's not capable of doing. Right. Your sister will right. get to a point where she starts seeing it and then starts being real pissed off at other people for expecting <laughs> too much out of her kid. Her mama bear will click in yeah. and then you'll be like, yes. <laughs> and I feel like I'm at that point where I'm getting pissed mm-hmm. off almost all of the other day because he, uh, he broke the TV by accident. You know, he just has this thing where he likes to get up real close and touch the TV <laughs> yep. and sometimes it falls. And, but, and she wasn't here. So when she came home, I'm like, hey, don't get pissed off at him. But he broke the TV. Just, just understand we'll get a new TV. We'll try to figure out a way to mount it to the wall or whatever. That's what we had. It's a lot of adapting. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're going to treat this little person like they're three forever. It just starts to kind of feel like that for a long time. Honestly, I feel like you end up connecting with your kid or your nephew. I feel like Bonnie connects better with Aiden than most other kids because he's nonverbal. And the moments mean so much more because they're different. You have a magic role. You're in a place where you get to come in without all the frustration that they've been having all week. So you come in with a fresh slate when they're ready to like jump out of work. Sometimes I'll just, I'll take him and, you know, he'll spend the night with me and kind of give her a little break sometimes because it can be a lot. It can be a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, it is. It really is. You know, I try to do my best and I just like when he's around me, I don't push any expectations on him. I just let him be himself. He can do whatever he wants. He can just run all over the place, jump on anything. He treats me like a jungle gym, yeah. He'll, you know, climb on me, do whatever. And I just let him do The it. parallels are so crazy. This I was, is so Shannon similar. called me Auntie Jungle Gym. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Before he got too big for me to yeah. swing around, I would swing him around like I was uh-huh. a roller coaster ride. Oh, he and he all day long. All day long. I used to hold him by his ankles and he would swing himself between my uh-huh. legs so that his abs would pop out. I love that. What I do is I twirl him around and then throw him on the yes. bed, like from throw a couple of feet away. Then what I started doing when he started getting bigger, like simple wordplay, we realized he was like singing to himself in the room mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, you uh-huh. motherfucker, you've been hiding this shit. <laughs> you can say shit. Yeah. So I turned into the auntie that would yeah. come over and walk in the door and he's like having a temper tantrum because it's just been a really long day. And then I'm like, overstimulation, buddy. And I'm like, bye mommy and daddy, like see you guys later. And then I'm like, it's just me and you. I'm in your house and they're going bye bye. And he's like, oh my God, right. sneaky shit. Like, but then I make him like sit on my lap <laughs> and look in my eyes and we do five words every single time and then we just upped it on his birthday for oh, no spelling. reason five words ready and then he and has all, to pronounce he has to correctly. pronounce them back yeah. and we work on his like teeth and his tongue and he watches my mouth and it's like mommy's not telling him and teacher's not telling him but it's our fun game we've been doing since he started to talk so definitely try that i can't wait for him to get there i can't wait and I make him count down. So I hold up my hand and I'm like, first word. And then when I hold mm-hmm. up my second finger, he goes, second word. And he's like, ready. Oh my it's gosh. So oh. I love it because he's he learns a whole lot of stuff just by watching. And I think he keeps it all in his brain. The thing that yeah, with a nonverbal kid, the two biggest misconceptions for nonverbal autism. A, people are like, oh, nonverbal, he must be so quiet. That's a joke. Nope. That's fucking hilarious. Nope. The loudest one in the, the house. loudest one, and it's all just stimulation <laughs> noises. But the other thing too is, yep. if a kid can say a word, it's not considered verbal. Like it's the communicative oh. speech will take forever to click into mm-hmm. place. If you know on their own terms, just right. practicing the words and things brings him so much joy to be a part oh. of the thing. He'll. He'll get there. Your sister's yeah. going to have all those moments too. And she's so lucky to have you. You guys are literally on the same 
yes team as we are with this this wait, is crazy wait until your nephew reads oh, yeah. and you didn't realize because oh he, he doesn't talk so shannon yeah. and i are driving <laughs> this is when i had like my first like goosebumps so like sneaky smart. shit moment shannon and i are driving and we hear from the back in a little tiny voice school bus and we're like oh my god he talked and then oh. we look over to see if there's a school bus and it's a van that mm-hmm. says school bus it's not even it's a, not yellow- a yellow get out are you serious? I would have cried. He taught himself how to read. We dude. did cry. We yeah. I went home and wrote tons of words down and just showed him like long mm-hmm. words, like fire engine truck yeah. and ambulance. Stuff. Wow. Ambulance. He could he could say them all. He could yeah. read them. And I was like, oh, doesn't talk, but he can read. He's, He's reading brilliant. in secret. It's just it's all trapped in his brain. Yeah, I know. I know there's a lot trapped in there because he has this puzzle thing with the letters. You know how like you uh put put the letters in place where they belong. Mm-hmm. It's like a the wooden. You know, oh yeah. Right, yep, it right. Has that too. He has shapes too. He does it so fast, lightning fast. It's like almost like he doesn't even have to look at the letters anymore. He knows exactly where they go. That's how we started testing Aiden's reading because we took the letters mm-hmm. out and spelled simple words and made him read them before he was allowed to put yeah. them back where they go. Yeah, because they get so crazy. obsessed because it's out of order and yeah. you have you have C A T on the ground. I need those to go back into order. We'll mm-hmm. read it and you can put it back. And he's right. like, cat. <laughs> and then he puts it back. Oh, so yeah. Nobody expected. They don't tell you. You think you have a normal, healthy baby. And yeah. Then, Surprise. you know, all of a sudden, everything's different. Life so. has different plans for mm-hmm. you. But yeah. You know sure. what? The autistic kids are going to rule the world. Their, their generation they is going to do some really amazing shit. I have no doubts. That's going to be pretty awesome. I believe that, too. Because he's so smart and just so innocent and so cute. And just very pure and unbiased and logical. We could talk okay. about this all day, we but could. let's go back to interview no, questions. I, I forgot we're doing a podcast. No. So we're just hanging we out. We just started being friends and I love it. Right, right. Is there a place you've always wanted to go, but you've never visited? Hmm. Uh, yes, there's a bunch. I have always wanted to go to Italy. Mm. Yes. Like Venice before it seemed. Yeah, I was a big PBS watcher as a kid. I was a weird kid that would watch PBS. And Us too. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> There's this travel show on there. And this lady and I, she just would go everywhere and talk about everything. She went to Italy and I decided as a kid, I was like, I got to go there. I have to go there. Honestly, I want to go take a cooking class. I want to take a pasta making class in Italy. That's on my bucket list. I want to do a pasta making class in Italy, like with the view and everything. Oh, that sounds fun. I just want to crack eggs into a pile of flour. That's all I really want. I could, yeah. I could hook in that Italy. up for you. Oh, but no, in it's Italy. Okay. In Italy. Yeah, I, I just I want, want just hard espresso drinks. Like, oh, yeah. Hard the coffee. hair on your chest. Yeah, when you like order it and you think you're going to get some Starbucks crap and then you take a drink and you're like, whoa. All right. It hits your chest. Yeah, like, whoa, what was that? I want to be able to take a nap in the middle of the day. Like, I just want to work in Italy for a year just so they're like, oh, you guys, it's lunch break. Go home for two hours and sleep. And I'm like, done. Yeah, they actually do that. And I was like, oh, you know what? I think I'm Italian. I was Italian in another life. I have have been. I'm European, like, deep in my soul. I I just want to, like, eat all the things. I always said that I wanted to retire in Greece because mm-hmm. I wanted to get fat and tan and paint sailboats. Oh in yeah, a variety that's right. of blue. I, I forgot about that. Life. Bonnie's like, I just want to be a fat just, leather bag painting. I stay out of the sun <laughs> so hard that I'm right. like fairly freckled porcelain. She's translucent. And uh-huh. she, that's my shade of makeup is right. translucent <laughs> slash fair. Oh my God. And, um, I love a, I love a see-through powder, but... <laughs> 
my ideal <laughs> is to get so tan, just so tan that mm-hmm. I'm unrecognizable and just have just big, fat, happy sacks around my body that oh, hold up my yeah. apron full of just paintbrushes and charcoals and then just go sit and smell fish and watch old sailors and just paint these paintings and walk walk through the square and wave at all the people. One <laughs> Greek word, yes. and then you'll that'll be your Scusi. greeting. No, that's Italian. Fuck. I'm fucked. They're all very similar. But Scusi. anytime I see like influencer girls in Santa and, and you're like, yes, Ugh. I'm like, uh-huh. stop trying to live my life. You're too skinny. And you're not right. fat. Right. And paint some boats. You do so not doing look it like, Okay, exactly. They don't even like skinny girls over there. Right? I know. Yeah. We should hit at Food Network and be like, yo, remember us? <laughs> yeah, we yep. want to show. Yeah. We um, want to go yeah. just to Italy for a little bit. Can we I just, carry their uh, bags? <laughs> I'm real good at itineraries. <laughs> I can keep them on ship. Hey, She's our manager. I am all for it. Who do I have to email? I I'm all for it. Yeah, let's pitch a show. Oh, nice. I'm down. I'm also here for this. As long as I get to travel and eat, I'm all for it. I just it. want some random, sexy Italian men to just mm-hmm. want to kiss our hands and we're like, oh, no. But then also, yes. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but do you have pasta? Exactly. Oh, you brought me pasta. Here's my hand to kiss. <laughs> you may leave. <laughs> Give me the pasta. You've also oh, brought us wine complimentary because of our good looks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. I would love it. Sounds like the well, plan. it's definitely the way it's going to play know. out. It's great. It's no, I'm happen. picturing it's just going to happen. We could wear flowy dresses because no one cares about yes. anything. Absolutely. They, they'll have to be flowy because yes. I need room to expand in them. Samesies. So. <laughs> like a shift dress is called that for a reason. It's just a sack <laughs> for our food bodies. It's awesome. Yes. Oh. I bought an oversized dress from China. And turns out... <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> China oversized means hugging all my folds. Is it, it an American extra? Yeah. <sighs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut it down the middle and use it as a painting smock and Jesus wear it like Christ. a regular like, Tommy Bahama shirt. <laughs> well, this even when I buy something that fits, I bought a swimsuit before I went on a cruise like years ago. Mm-hmm. And when I when I got it, I was like, sucked me in in all the right places, except mm-hmm. if I wanted to wear the straps. <laughs> Um, my vagina paid. <laughs> if oh, I wanted God. to be comfortable, my, my boobs were out because <laughs> apparently I have a, a grand torso. I didn't know about. It. I have all this length that needed to be covered. I'm crying. So I cut this it up horrible. so I could be high waisted, uh, high waisted bathing suit oh, bottoms she made with a yeah. china kini. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, a china kini. <laughs> I made a two piece out of it. I just cut underneath the the bra part and was like, all right, freedom. I needed about four and a half extra inches that China did not expect. Oh, um, you made your own bathing suit. Uh, I cut it. I never wore it. I never sewed it. It's somewhere in two pieces. <laughs> but I cut it and felt very proud of myself. I bought a jumper from China one time and then I proceeded to get stuck in it. Oh, shit. So oh, and no. the straps were, I made the mistake of putting the straps on. And then I also had that crazy camel toe situation, but it was also like, <laughs> it was just expanded the straps. But then I danced around in the mirror, looked at myself like, what the, why do I keep buying shit from China? This should be my lesson. Right. I took a boomerang of it to remind me not to buy things from China. Oh, oh it hurts so bad. <laughs> I, I think I had to cut that off my body. I'll be honest. 
Oh no. Oh no. Oh my god. I'm crying <laughs> so hard. I knew this would happen. Yes. All right, Farnester. I have siblings. You have siblings. We have a lot yes. in common. Best friends already. Already. But did you get along with them? And can you tell us any crazy war stories that Ooh. may have happened when you were oh, young? I used to always say this. It's always two against one. Oh, yeah. They would gang up on me. Oh, they gang up on you? Mm -hmm. They would gang up on me. What so I was like the black sheep. Like always by my side, and that's why I argue so good because I got so used to arguing <laughs> with them. It was training, yeah, literally the worst kind, the worst kind. <laughs> we would just argue all the time. We don't have the best. Like I'm kind of jealous of you guys a little bit because our relationship isn't that super super close, like BFF. But it used to be when we were really 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 young because we would share a room. You know, we had no choice. We were sleeping together in the same <laughs> That's room. That was us too. Most. That's when we body slammed you know. each other from the yeah from we were, bed to we bed. We were violent. We were. We, I'd be like, your ponytail's yeah. on my pillow, and then I'd like smash her face in the wall. And she'd be like, why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I I physically fought my brother before. Yeah. Like physically fought him. He had me in a chokehold. <laughs> it sounds really familiar, actually. I don't remember what the fight was about, but I just remember he had me in a chokehold. I hit him. I got a good hit in. Nice. I did. Got one good hit. And then I ended up somehow in a chokehold. <laughs> it could have been the simple thing, like maybe you put the toothpaste in the wrong place and he couldn't find it. He's like, go mirror. I have to beat you up now. <laughs> like I was, I was a real asshole. I got a real smart mouth and I would fight my battles verbally mm -hmm. and I would hurt people's feelings and, and just didn't know when to quit and on that type of thing. And not everybody knows how to handle that. That's Some true. people yeah. respond physically when they can't handle it verbally. That is true. So that's, that's what got me in trouble. Back fond memories <laughs> I'm, of I'm like, I'm too. sitting here like giving myself like sparkle accolades in my brain where I'm like, I can do both. What a oh my psycho. God. No, it's my the same though. We were, we were all very quick witted most of us were in our family and then yeah we would also then have spite fights where like we'd get done slamming the doors and then we would be evil to yes, each other we would find the thing that other. the person yeah. loved the most and destroy it in front of them in mm -hmm. front of them right and then hide the evidence before <laughs> like the parents psychos. got upstairs we were like crazy oh, but my dad God. always said if you're going to throw the first punch make sure it's a good one so it's yeah. a good point you yeah. got that hidden i got that one but most of the time it would just be verbal arguments and altercations them plotting against mm -hmm. me and getting me in trouble or if it was my day to wash the dishes they'd pile the sink up with dishes just to be spiteful See, we did this that. is you know. flashbacks like oh i'm God. having like ptsd moment because this yeah. is super similar too <laughs> when i started to get to the age where you know how you kind of want your own friends and you don't want to be at the hip with your sister <laughs> anymore you don't want to take your anymore. sister with you oh yeah, I, i'm the tag exactly. along. i was the dragger alone <laughs> i got to that stage and i think that's when things went south because she kind of felt like maybe i abandoned her or i was choosing my friends over her something weird you know You're like i just gotta find this fierce identity i've been working yeah exactly. all the tiffany's and the bethany's and the Brittany's. right i gotta be a farnester right. motherfuckers <laughs> uh, exactly. and that's all i wanted to do was just be a farnester you know <laughs> so i think that that's kind of what kind of rooted the issue a little bit i don't know we kind of never i'm not gonna say we never recovered from that but it was just kind of like a lot stemmed from that that just made our our relationship kind of weird you know even as adults i think how shannon and i we've waned and flowed our yeah. lives so we haven't i was like, gonna say don't don't yeah. hang it up as don't a loss yet because 
eventually. You guys need to find a common fucking enemy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have this like sister connection of like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't even know. Yeah. It's and it actually brings you together. True. And then also the nephew factor really seals it. Yes. Yeah. So I like that's what's gonna do it for the most part because that's what did it for Bonnie and I. Yeah. It locked and loaded us as yeah. BFFs again. I because... said you can never get rid of me. Right. Because I can't leave Eden. Yes. And I was well. like, Yes. Got her back. <laughs> I literally like I have a, a portrait of my nephew on my wall. Aww. A painted portrait of him <laughs> hanging on my wall. I draw Aiden all the time. Yeah. I make him coloring pages of his own face. He's gonna have like such a crazy ego when he's older. He's so cute. Oh, oh my gosh. By the the stuff you post on Facebook, I can tell how cool he is. Like I can really, really say he's so cute. He loves the praise and he thinks what he's doing is cool. But I love that autism like totally annihilates the ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not a cocky bastard. He never yeah. will be. It's so good. Are you ready for the this yes. or that's round? Yes. Okay. We are going to rapid fire you questions. Shannon, I'm going to go back and forth and you just pick this or that. Okay. Okay. Shannon, would yes. you like to start? Yes, I would. Chicken or fish? Fish. Large meals or yummy appetizers? Yummy appetizers. Cabin or island vacation? Island vacation. Oh, now my brain went Canada or the Caribbean. Right? That's (laughs) on accident. That was perfect. (laughs) Would you prefer casual garb or fancy dress? Casual. Your casual is fancy, though. Let's be clear. (laughs) You've got some... Well, my house (laughs) casual is really casual, but... (laughs) I don't think we can count quarantine casual. Yeah. Some days it's just a bra and panties. So. Oh, you put on a bra? Girl. Look at you Sometimes. a step ahead of us. Sometimes. I just pick up something and I say, what will cover my nipples sort of today? <laughs> and then I move along. Right. Cake or pie? Cake. Oh. Well, now we have nothing in common. <laughs> I have a pie hole. All right. Here comes a hard one. Okay. If you had to choose, and we usually say not death to the other one, but death to the other one in this case. Oh, Jesus. Food Network or Cooking Channel? Ooh, the other one burns to the ground. Oh, oh. my gosh. Oh, okay. Food Network. Only because of the history. Right. And, and I will say this, the old Food Network. The new Cooking Channel trumps the new Food Network now. But right, um, I kind of agree with right. that. Right, but if I have to factor in the history of, then I'd say Food Network. And if they want to put us on chopped, right. then we have to that part. remember that our loyalties are with Food Network. Okay. If you're listening, Food Network, <laughs> we have emailed you several times. Hashtag Food Network right. and all of our texts. I was like, what is this? What's happening? Hashtag, Why are we getting blown up? Ted Allen, check your tweets again, please. Oh, God, you love Ted Allen. I know. Yeah. That's fun. I love putting real pressure on these situations right. that don't mean anything. Right. <laughs> like Mike if Tyson, you if you're listening, Mike Tyson, we still want you on the Episode podcast. One. Yeah, we were I just want to smoke weed with Mike Tyson and then try to understand him. That, you know, I never yes. thought about that. I never ever thought about that. Oh my god! Because he's to hard to understand anyway, and my brain goes a little floppity when mm-hmm. I smoke mm-hmm. weed, mm-hmm. and I feel like he would go into like, you know, it'd be a great idea. I can't. I'm not even doing Mike Tyson impression because <laughs> I can't. But he'd be like, you know, it'd be a great idea, and I'd be like, what are you saying right now? <laughs> and then my brain would make up what he's saying right. and be like oh, that would be a beautiful we'd moment. have to have subtitles and it would have to be a cartoon for sure for an yes 
Farnesta. Farnesta. I like it. <laughs> Where can all the listeners yes. find your delicious food feeds? Do you want to give us your handles for Instagram? Mm-hmm. The Instagram handle is the social plate, which is my catering company. And my personal Instagram is chef underscore fly chef fly. And on and on Facebook, it's my name, Farnesta Lafady, or you can find the social plate on Facebook as well. And I'm actually working on something else that I want to reveal to you guys. Oh, we get like the scoop first. Yes, I just got goosebumps. Me too. You guys Ooh, have a special it. reveal. <laughs> Do tell. I bought a food truck. Yeah, yes. you did. Oh my god. I did. That's so exciting. I am so Oh my god, I'm gonna cry again. Excited. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Yes, you can cry those What are you calling your food truck? Okay, so here's the concept. Okay. BYOB, you build your own bowl. Oh yes. And the base of the bowl is grits. Oh. So we have grits and you pick your toppings, you pick your meat, you pick your veggies, and they get sauteed up and put on the bowl of grits. I'm so excited. And we also have classic shrimp and grits, oxtails oh. and grits. We have seafood lovers oh and grits, vegan bowls. You know, you gotta cater to the vegan. And we also have sweet grits. Oh my god. I saw people. your peach cobbler grits and I died. <laughs> oh, Grits and other things. So we have like wings, mm. burgers, whatever. The name of it is Grits and Things. God, it's so perfect. But the focus is the, the build your own bowl of grits. That's the whole so idea. So you can kind of do whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yeah. And it's super customizable. I feel like that's the thing where I'm indecisive mm-hmm. as hell. And I always mm-hmm. want something like a specific thing right. in my brain. I would see, do you guys have like food truck malls? Like Portland has like hubs mm-hmm. we have pods are you going to be like potted up in some like specific neighborhood are you going to be out and about there are three food truck parks in atlanta and i already spoke to one of them they definitely have a spot but then there are also like other places like i can you know park the truck and stuff but for right now starting out i'm going to stick with the food truck park it's called triton yard yes. i'll be there and then there's this other place called truck and tap so what it is it's a beer garden place where they make their own beer and they don't have a restaurant. So they just have different food trucks come and serve. Oh, that's so smart. That's so genius. every day they have a different uh. food truck or they can, you know, kind of work out a schedule with you. So between the food truck park and the truck and tap, I'll be probably really busy. Oh, I'm so happy for you and oh. proud of you. I can't wait to like live vicariously through your yeah. food truck adventure. Ooh. That's on my bucket list. We need too. to have a sistercation oh. to oh. Atlanta. I'm all for it. Have a tastecation and go visit the food truck and go hang out. I'm all for that. Um, can everyone that is listening from Atlanta that wants to go try your yummy grit bowls, grits and, yes. things, grits and things? What are you, you going to Yeah. Grit into it. Like, get into it. Uh, there's a Grits and Things account now. Yes. It's been a long time with this truck, so. It's, it's a lot yeah. of work. It's food a trucks big are a lot of work. It's not trying it out. It's like you're in it or you're yeah, not Yeah, no turning back now. Here comes the part of the pod that yes. is one of my faves. Mine too. We get to shower oh. you in compliments. And you Adoration. Oh, have gosh. to just take it. You know, if I was white, I'd be blushing. I'm telling you. Oh. <laughs> I'm ready, ready to feel that I'm blush in so your cheeks, ready. girl. Your cheeks are going to hurt. I love you for 
a myriad of reasons. You are funny. You are talented. You are instantly welcoming with a smile to a stranger. I know that firsthand in a scary situation <laughs> on television. You're very open, warm. You offer fun anecdotes and stories to make people feel comfortable. Also, your slow motion flipping food in a saute pan <laughs> is porn. It is the most beautiful shit on the internet. And everyone needs to go watch that and then just be hungry for days. Does just she toss some shrimp in like a um, walk-like setting? Onions, Ooh. sauce, wings, Girl. sauce. Is it all drippy and <sighs> yeah. like wave yeah. of flavor? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's ridiculous. I'm into that. I can smell it. I know. It's making my mouth I know. Am I allowed to talk? Not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> you just get to giggle and hold your cheeks, girl. Okay. I'm going to dive in. I have never physically met you, <laughs> but from the moment I watched you, I felt like we were kindred spirits. Mm -hmm. And then Shannon was like, you totally love her. She's amazing. We talk about you all the time. Like you're an old friend. Mm -hmm. Like we just sit around and talk about you because we're <laughs> fucking creeps. <laughs> And I lurk your stuff so much. And every time something comes up in my feed, I just like pop in, click that picture, and then I'll go to your profile and then I'll like like 40 things in a row and I'll comment on like five of them. I think you are a vivacious spirit. You definitely found your inner Arnester. And I'm so glad you did because I feel like you are sassy. Your energy is so magnetic. And I just think you're so fucking cool. And I can't wait oh for our Italian vacation. Hey. It's going to be beautiful. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I love your soul. Yeah. You've got good soul. <sighs> that is probably the best compliment I've ever heard. Ever. Mm -hmm. Ever. Well, you deserve them. Seriously. We'll, we'll print it out. We'll frame it. And you can put it in your food truck in case you forget how wonderful you are Bye. if anybody's like mm, i don't know and you're like i'm sorry <laughs> i have this frame that says i'm fucking amazing it's a diploma of cool can you guys adopt me can i be a third sister yes yes please oh, we'd love yes. that but i'm gonna call you farn sister you can call me farn sister <laughs> and then aiden and your nephew can be homies and friends and yeah yay yay i love that Oh, hey, Bon. So uh, where can they find it? We're on Instagram and Twitter mm -hmm. under No, no you, you Are that. that. So it's a rebuttal. Where's the clubhouse, Shannon? The Yacht Clubhouse is on the Facebooks, and there's a lot of very cool people in there. Stuff, we just cool. talk about kid stuff in there. You could also give us a review. That would be really awesome, and it would help other people find us. Mm -hmm. You could do five stars and say nothing. It no, is you shit. know what they should do? Bootleg gravy. What? They should go on anywhere they review podcasts, yes. including iTunes, and yeah. they should comment with what they would pair with their grit bowl. Ooh, that's What's good. in your grit bowl, y'all? What's in your grit bowl, guys? I like that. Yeah. What would you put on them grits? I okay. want everything. your own perfect bowl of grits. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want poutine on my grits, do guys. Do five star. And um, if you want to support the podcast monetarily, you yeah. can do so at patreon.com forward slash you are that. And we love you for it. Yeah. Because you support the pod. Oh, you know what? We have clothes. <laughs> yeah. We have the merch. We it's, have the merch. Store. We have the merch. So we have things you can put on your hot bods. Mm -hmm. We got stickers you can put on your sweet hot rods, your cars, and your lappy top. <laughs> right. You are that merch.com. Thank you for seriously. I fucking love you. Making oh, me day. You yeah, guys. I knew you would. She's fucking magic. I fucking yeah, love you. I like you so much. Too. Oh, <laughs> I fucking love you. 
and I just yeah. bought um, steel drums from an Instagram ad. There's many, and it's got numbers on. I'm gonna learn how to play the little steel drum. I bought two of them, so we could maybe learn <laughs> some songs and harmonize. Fuck it. Wait, <laughs> we can go play outside of Furnester's food truck. Yes, and just yeah. bring the island sounds, and people will be like, "Where's yeah. the music coming from?" Yeah. And they'll be like, "Those two weird white girls." No, over there. Like, no, no, no. girls doing exactly. We are wrapping exactly. ourselves in flavor. We'll play for grits. Yeah. We'll play for grits. <laughs> and that's what you're going to say. I love it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 